to the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he has set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things we ought to have done. And we have done those things we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 69, beginning on page 421. Save me, O God, for the waters are come in even unto my soul. I stick fast in the deep mire where no ground is. I am come into deep waters so that the floods run over me. I am weary of crying. My throat is dry. My sight faileth me for waiting so long upon my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They that are mine enemies and would destroy me guiltless are mighty. I paid them the things that I never took. God, thou knowest my simpleness, and my faults are not hid from thee. Let not them that trust in thee, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my cause. Let not those that seek thee be confounded through me, O Lord God of Israel. And why? For thy sake have I suffered reproof. Shame hath covered my face. I am become a stranger unto my brethren, even an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house hath even eaten me, and the rebukes of them that rebuke thee are fallen upon me. I wept and chastened myself with fasting, and that was turned to my reproof. I put on sackcloth also, and they jested upon me. They that sit in the gate speak against me, and the drunkards make songs upon me. But, Lord, I make my prayer unto thee in an acceptable time. Hear me, O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, even in the truth of thy salvation. Take me out of the mire that I sink not. O let me be delivered from them that hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood drown me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for thy loving kindness is comfortable. Turn thee unto me according to the multitude of thy mercies. And hide not thy face from thy servant, for I am in trouble. O haste thee, and hear me. 
draw nigh unto my soul and save it. O deliver me because of mine enemies. Thou hast known my reproach, my shame, and my dishonor. Mine adversaries are all in thy sight. Reproach hath broken my heart. I am full of heaviness. I look for some to have pity on me, but there was no man. Neither found I any to comfort me. They gave me gall to eat, and when I was thirsty, they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table be made a snare to take themselves withal. Let the things that should have been for their wealth be unto them an occasion of falling. Let their eyes be blinded, that they see not, and ever bow, bow down their backs. Pour out thine indignation upon them, and let thy wrathful displeasure take hold of them. Let their habitation be void, and no man to dwell in their tents. For they persecute him whom thou hast smitten, and they talk how they may vex them whom thou hast wounded. Let them fall from one wickedness to another, and not come into thy righteousness. Let them be wiped out of the book of the living, and not be written among the righteous. As for me, when I am poor and in heaviness, thy help, O God, shall lift me up. I will praise the name of God with a song, and magnify it with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord, better than a bullock that hath horns and hoofs. The humble shall consider this and be glad. Seek ye after God, and your soul shall live. For the Lord heareth the poor, and despiseth not his prisoners. Let heaven and earth praise him, the sea and all that moveth therein. For God will save Zion, and build the cities of Judah, that men may dwell there, and have it in possession. The posterity also of his servants shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the sixth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. O you children of Benjamin, gather yourselves to flee from the midst of Jerusalem. Blow the trumpet in Tekoa, and set up a signal fire in Beth Hakarim. For disaster appears out of the north, and great destruction. I have likened the daughter of Zion to a lovely and delicate woman. The shepherds with their flocks shall come to her. They shall pitch their tents against her all around. Each one shall pasture in his own place. Prepare war against her. Arise and let us go up at noon. Woe to us, for the day goes away, for the shadows of the evening are lengthening. Arise and let us go by night and let us destroy her palaces. For thus has the Lord of hosts said, Cut down trees and build a mound against Jerusalem. This is the city to be punished. She is full of oppression in her midst. As a fountain wells up with water, so she wells up with her wickedness. Violence and plundering are heard in her. Before me continually are great wound, grief wound, and wounds. Be instructed, O Jerusalem, lest my soul depart from you, lest I make you desolate, a land not inhabited. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, a hope in his servant Israel, 
as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 28th verse of the 11th chapter of St. John, the Gospel of St. John. And when she had said these things, she went her way and secretly called Mary, her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up and quickly and went rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, She is going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was laying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. 
and taken up thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who sees that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. You know, it's a very striking scene we have here in our, our New Testament lesson. And this account of the raising of Lazarus only occurs in John's gospel. And there's been speculation that the reason that it's not featured in the other gospels is that John was written later. And so because the other gospels were written, you know, much closer to the events that to give Lazarus some, some breathing room to keep people from pestering him, they decided to keep that part out of it. And then when John is writing, it's been enough time has passed where no one's going to bother him because you know, the truth of the matter is, is that Lazarus is raised from the dead, but he still eventually died. You know, unlike the, the Star Trek episode that says that he kept on living, but we can ignore, that's not, you know, scripture. Um, but the, the striking thing here we have today is this image of Jesus weeping, is weeping for this death of this, this his friend someone he loved. And there's a, some takeaways that we have to keep in mind is that his love for Lazarus, his weeping because of his death, is a love he shares for each and every one of us. He feels the same way for each of us and cares about us as deeply as he cares for, for his Lazarus and uh, his sisters, Mary and Martha. And so we should see this the 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 tears that Jesus sh sheds here as not a consequence of him taking on human flesh. We should realize that the the his sadness, his his mourning for his friend here is something that he has as God. And so this is what causes him to take on human flesh for us. His feelings, his concern for us, his, the tears of Jesus is what causes him to take on this monumental responsibility of dying for us and taking on our sins and freeing us from them. And so we should see this as, you know, instructive in the Christian life is that, you know, 
just because we have been baptized does not mean we will never die. We will live forever, yes, but that does not mean that we don't die, and that's kind of hard to get our heads, heads around sometimes. But our immortality is directly due to the fact that Jesus died for us on the cross, and we have to die with him to be reborn. We die to our sins. We die to our, our own fallen natures in order to be reborn as heirs of God, as to live in Christ means to also die with him on the cross. And so this is instructive. And so John is setting this up here as a, you know, something that we should keep in mind as a, as a foretaste of how Jesus is, is heading off to his death and his resurrection. These are always tied together. There's never one without the other. It's always, and so that's an important thing to keep in mind. And the other thing that's instructive, you know, I always, you know, I tend to want to, to do all the project planning, to do all the stuff. So I always, you know, identify with Martha. I find it very hard to, to fully engage in my prayer life, to be, you know, totally committed in the way that Mary does. And yes, we are all called to be like Mary, to give ourselves over and to sit at the feet of Christ and not busy ourselves with the things of this world. But we, so we are all called to be like Mary, even though we are sometimes like Martha. But it's instructive that Martha still engages with Jesus as a person. She still goes to him with her troubles. She does not try to put on airs. She does not try to, only when he's looking to act like Mary. And we see this sometimes in our own lives that we can tend to do this, try to put on, you know, this false front to be, to seem holier than we are, especially in our prayers to, and, you know, our call is to be completely open and honest with God in our prayer life so that we can be changed. We can only be changed if our, we open ourselves up to God's mercy and his grace and so this is very important we're not supposed to you know be you know putting on a false front in front of god and that's the problem that we have here in our old testament lesson is that jeremiah is calling out the hypocrisy of the people in that they outwardly give their you know their assent to god they worship at the temple they look to jerusalem but in their hearts they are false they are beholden to other gods and so this is something that we always have to guard against is that that cleansing ourselves of the this idolatry not outwardly in the in as we sometimes see in the old testament but this inward tendency to worship things of this world or our own abilities or the abilities of others to worship things that are not God, to only worship God is the key.
And that's what makes us safe. It's not the 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 things that we build, the cities that we build, the the walls that stand around us. It's not the things of this earth that protect us. What protects us is God. And if we truly believe that and truly prayed in that way, there's nothing that can jeopardize our place in the kingdom right now. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. We continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer them according to their several necessities. For his sake, and went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you.